0: Welcome to week number one thirty-eight of the two guys into Friday's podcast. My name is Steven, and that over there is Travis. It's a TGIF season finale, Steve. It is. It's not our season finale though, right? Like, this- no, I don't consider. I consider our season finale
1: the last episode, like right around August September when season, like the last episode before season before the new, the new one starts.
0: starts. Yeah, I do too. That's um, what I
1: consider. That's what I think. Of
0: what I think it so too. Um. Yeah. So, if it's your first time joining, uh, I just like to let you know, welcome first. And uh, we are a TGIF podcast where we go back 30 years and rewatch whatever happened to air on TGIF this week. And as Travis mentioned, this week is a season finale week of a bunch of shows. So we're gonna be talking about all those in a little bit.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be a good time.
0: Yeah. Uh, a few things to get out of the way. One, thank you, EJ, for the theme song this week. Thank you, EJ. Uh, If you want to send in your own version of the theme song, you can do that too. Just send us an email, tgifcast at gmail.com. It can be an MP3, it can be a wave, it can be some other format that I can then send into some sort of converter and convert it into what I need it to be. I don't care. Send them, them, yeah, RAR or whatever. Send them now, get them on the show, and uh, you will be forever... like uh what do they what do they say like forever ingrained in history enshrined
1: enshrined in our in our internet podcast
0: world of theme song yeah
1: find the highest fidelity best quality largest file that you can send like 80 gigs of pure audio send it our way
0: that's not going to send through an email. That's a problem. You're gonna have that's to that's like, probably not you're gonna have to like zip that or Google drive it or something.
1: Record like yeah, record your theme song in the highest fidelity that you can uh-huh. send via email.
0: Twenty five megabytes, I think, is what you get.
1: Is that it? No way you can do like two three, two three gigs two, 25 three gigs. Two three at least.
0: Maybe okay. twenty
1: five gigs. So twenty five megs. No, it's, it's not doesn't sound right.
0: How much is one song on uh on Kazah? Is that three point two megabytes or something?
1: It, like it was, I in my head when I used to download music on the internet, it was like a meg for every minute.
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: That's kind of how I how I ballparked
0: it. Yeah. So send whatever. um yeah. Also follow us on all <laughs> social media at TGIFcast and make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube channel. Two guys into Fridays. Uh, probably not next week, but the week after we're gonna have an interview for you. Does that sound right? <laughs>
1: Correct. The week
0: after. Okay. We will have an
1: the week uh, the the episode that will air May 20th. We will have an interview for you.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to say who it is yet because there's a chance it could be one of two things, I believe. Um so we haven't decided which one's going to be Maybe. Well, I mean still it's still up in the air. There's one that I will spoil. We already have recorded. It's ready to go. So no matter what you're getting an interview, it's if yeah. something else happens, there's a chance that we'll flop them around. That's what I'm saying
1: and that, uh, that's fair that's
0: fair um other than that uh let's get into it we like to look back and see what was going on in the world 30 years ago while these episodes were airing so back on May the 5th 1992 uh pretty relevant to what's going on in the world today this is when uh Russian leaders in Crimea 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 I think it's, Crimea, Crimea. Right? I think it's Crimea. Crimea. I think
1: it's Crimea. It's Crimea. Um, they yeah. declared
0: their separation from Ukraine as a new republic. So that uh kind of is that's what's set up kind of for today, right? With the whole Ukraine and mm, Russia. Not as really. part of so it, that was yeah? that
1: happened that happened back in ninety-two, but it never was like official and Crimea became like like was re- reabsorbed into the into the Ukraine. And then like in twenty fourteen, I think, is when Russia reinvaded Crimea, annexed it, and that it was kind of the, I don't want to say that's what led directly to today, but it certainly didn't help the situation we're in right now.
0: Yeah, so that went on. Uh, Rodney King riots are still going on. People are canceling yeah. baseball games this week and uh, all kinds of stuff. World, world's, a
1: me- world's a mess. Yeah,
0: for sure. Uh, in a uh, happier tone, uh, what's the number one movie in music this week? maybe it's happy. well basically might not be that happy
1: basic instinct is still number one so I mean, that's you know i guess that's happy.
0: It makes boys uh, everywhere happy
1: certainly much more happy for everybody is jump by Chris Cross. still number one song so i, I don't think there's anybody who's going to complain about that and if they do i don't want to hear it so
0: no no um, no complaints and,
1: no complaints and then we do have a birthday, Uh happy birthday to Sunday, was Sunday the 1st, uh, Mr. Darius McCrary. Uh, so Eddie. happy birthday, Eddie Winslow, yeah.
0: Who's got a, a little bit man? of a role in the season finale of this show, just a little one. Yeah,
1: just a little one, yeah, but Darius, happy birthday, bud.
0: All right, so let's get into it. These are episodes that would have aired, what, May the something
1: may 8th 1992 yeah it was three episode three episodes um step-by-step uh, Step is already done for the season so we got family matters dinosaurs and the series finale of baby talk
0: so this is it this is the uh, season three finale episode 25 of family matters the name of the episode is farewell my laura and we start off we're at rachel's place um laura's closing up the shop and uh she calls for but cannot find steve urkel she does not know where he is he's somewhere in this giant restaurant and she can't figure it out
1: yeah well she's found something on the table that has his name on it and she's trying to find him to let him know that he's left there
0: so we find out that what is left behind is uh i mean it looks like a script like you would see but it's actually a book so I um,
1: thought
0: it was first, yeah. This is the uh, the short story that Steve Urkel has written called Farewell, My Sweet Laura by Stephen Q. Urkel. And uh, Laura and Rachel decide they're going to start reading it. And that's and the whole so episode. Yeah, we go right into the story. We fade to
1: voiceover, yeah. Yeah, De- like noir detective Steve Urkel. Maxine voiceover. playing Chicago the saxophone, setting, a, yep, setting the
0: scene. Um Steve is a uh, private investigator and um you know uh Laura shows up. His,
1: well his name we, also, we, we do need to mention that his name in this story is is Johnny Danger. That is the name he has given this character.
0: Yeah, and it starts off with like in Johnny Danger's like office, like his private investigation right. office. Uh Maxine looks like she's the saxophone playing secretary. And then we've got uh, mm-hmm. Laura who comes in to the uh, beat of drums, which she does throughout the episode. And uh, she, every time she moves. Yeah. yeah. She's wearing a little white dress and comes in looking for Johnny danger.
1: Yes. And her name is now Laura Wigglesworth. All of the, all of the Winslows are now Wiggleworths.
0: So Laura comes in. Um, she needs some help. Uh, bad, real bad, desperately. And uh, she says that, uh, Someone is trying to kill her aunt, Rachel, and she needs uh, Steve Urkel to protect aunt, Ra- aunt Rachel Crawfish is her name. And uh, she says, you need to start tonight at 8 p.m.
1: Her, her aunt, Rachel Crawfish.
0: So that's where we go. We go right to uh Rachel's place. It's now around eight PM, I'm guessing. Uh and the club, the restaurant has changed. It's not what it we we know it to look as. It's uh it's much fancier. It's like a music club. Uh Rachel's on stage yeah, at the supper, point. Right? Supper
1: club, jazz place. Yeah, supper club, jazz place. Rachel's on stage singing, showing off. Exactly.
0: So uh Rachel introduces uh well no, uh, Laura Laura introduces Rachel to Steve, right? At this point, and then uh Correct. Rachel kind of, Rachel kind of hits on Steve a little bit, which was, I mean, I guess Steve wrote it, right? So he can write whatever he wants.
1: Yeah, yeah. She was just being flirty with him because he can do that.
0: Yep, and um, Steve kind of does his rounds around the club. Uh, one of the first characters we see is Harriet Wigglesworth, who uh, is a little mean um, and sounds a little yeah. jealous of Rachel as well.
1: She's immediately aggressive. Like what? No, she. She. This is all my work. Blah blah blah. Yeah, she definitely is is aggressive about it.
0: Yeah. So bad vibes from Harriet right away, and then Steve continues to make his rounds, talking to the other Wigglesworths. Uh, he talks to Eddie. He talks to Carl, and then uh, Laura shows up and uh, brings Steve a drink from the bar or something. It looks like orange juice.
1: Right. Some kind of some kind of juice.
0: So she walks away. Then, as uh, she leaves, Steve starts to get dizzy and uh, he passes out and uh, making note that he thinks someone has drugged his drink when he collapses yes. on the floor.
1: Yes. Yeah. He has clearly been drugged by this drink.
0: So, we then, uh, I'm assuming after the commercial break, Steve wakes up uh, and then uh, goes over to Rachel to uh, check and see that she is still okay. But as he does this, she collapses on the table, and he discovers she is dead. She has been stabbed in the back with a giant, like butcher knife kind of knife.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just to give a little more clarity here, when Urkel kind of awakes in from this this blackout, Rachel's sitting at the table behind him with a smile on her face. She looks normal. Like you, you know, you're not supposed to tell that she's dead. And everyone and
0: else is gone. Weird. It's just her in this. Yeah, place. the Everyone's club gone. is
1: closed, and it's her sitting at the table. So we're, you know, you're, you're, you're to assume that she's still alive. And of course, she falls over on her face. Dead once he approaches her like steve said
0: yeah so they didn't skip one week later um steve well you
1: you missed that there's another part too okay and when she as soon as she died and this is really cool i like this i thought this was fun as soon as urkel sees that she is dead richie runs in and he is a newspaper boy and he's selling newspapers and the headline on the newspaper is that is that rachel is dead and the picture on the newspaper is a picture of urkel holding the newspaper. That he was just handed next to rachel's dead body it's very meta and it's very it's fun it's and this fun is it middle. this
0: is it for richie his uh one second of this episode pretty well uh, that's
1: it yeah he's done today
0: uh no judy right i don't think she's in it at all uh
1: no we get judy yeah we do get judy in the in the house
0: in the okay scene. okay so that's where we go now it's one week She's later. like a
1: she's like a cocktail girl that's right cigarette girl selling yeah you know, selling stuff uh
0: one week later steve has gotten all the wigglesworths together uh, at the house, because he wants to discuss the murder. Lieutenant Murtog and Waldo are also there. Uh, Waldo is the chef of the restaurant, if we didn't point that out.
1: well, We're just learning this, yeah.
0: And uh, Steve starts his questioning. He goes through and uh, starts talking to all the Wigglesworths, trying to figure out why they might have wanted to kill uh, Rachel. And uh, he starts with uh, Harriet, who we know was in, uh, looks like she's a prime suspect based on her, uh, demeanor and jealousy yeah that she had over at uh, Rachel's place so she starts to, he starts to talk to Harriet uh the lights go out they come back on and Harriet is dead she collapses right there someone in this room has killed Harriet Wigglesworth yeah that's what happens <laughs> who do you think it was i mean i guess you know who it was cuz you watched the episode but
1: i did watch the episode
0: did you think did dead. you know right away or were you, you're going uh, you... i
1: mean I had a feeling from the very beginning of the episode.
0: Okay, so then he goes. This kind of happens a bunch. He goes to Eddie, uh, accuses Eddie. The lights go out. Yeah. Eddie, uh, Eddie's dead. Then he goes. He says
1: Eddie. He says that Eddie w- wanted to kill her because Rachel wanted in on his numbers racket. So, uh,
0: Lieutenant Murtaugh. Uh Well, actually, Murtagh calls out Steve for accusing people and like then the lights go out they're
1: they're dying as soon as he as they accuse him yeah
0: yeah lights go out wakes up or uh turns back on murtaugh's dead
1: yeah and he was running in this extortion scheme so rachel wanted him out of the picture to save money on the extortion uh
0: then he goes over to estelle and estelle uh says that rachel stole her man and uh put her in a home and she didn't like her and then the lights go out and estelle's dead dead uh, then he goes over to uh, Chef Waldo. Waldo, dead.
1: <laughs> Waldo was mad. Waldo does this awful Italian-esque, I don't even know, it's so bad, this Italian accent. Um, and it basically the the story with this is that Waldo had signed some like really bad contract where Rachel essentially owned him and he can't leave the restaurant. Uh, so he wanted out of this bad contract.
0: So, left in the room, we've got Carl, we've got Laura, we've got Steve. Uh, Steve goes over to Carl. Same thing, Carl's dead.
1: She had blackmail on him. He was part of the the racket. And as the the lights come on,
0: we see Laura has the gun, and we know she is the one that has killed her family.
1: Yep, she's pointing this gun at Urkel, ready to take him out.
0: Yep, she admits to everything. Um, We find out that uh, after a little fight ensues, um that she killed Rachel because she wanted to inherit the club and she killed the whole family because she was the last one in line and she had to do it to get all the money Had to do it. So Steve then confesses his love to Laura and uh, gives her the chance uh, to make a choice to run away with him together or go to jail. And she immediately calls the police <laughs> who show up, up the and phone. take her to jail as she admits to the murders,
1: drag her out of the room.
0: So the cops take her away Steve's all alone, and uh, we never he never sees her again. That's the end of, the, of his story. She's in jail
1: for life. She killed seven people, eight people.
0: Yep, so we go back to Rachel's place. We're back in real time now. Uh, they're finishing reading this story, and Steve uh, comes over to check in on them, see how they liked it. Laura asks Steve uh, why he didn't just uh, write them ending up together, and Steve tells Laura, it's simple. I'm saving that one for real life. And that's the end of the episode.
1: That's it. I like this episode. The last half was fairly repetitive with all the people, but somehow it worked. It was funny. Yeah, It's good. So I liked it. It's a good episode.
0: So that's your uh, season three finale of Family Matters. Uh, we'll have to see what happens to all the characters uh, next season back in, in, the, the fall. in the fall, right? Yeah. In the fall, Yeah are we minus judy yet or is that not happening no no there will no she this i believe is her last season they'll give her a little more time to uh yeah. carry some cigarettes around
1: something something child appropriate
0: all right so we're at dinosaurs now this is uh the season finale like we said season 2 episode 16 we say so knows best is the name of this episode yes and uh we start off we're at the job site ridgefield calls in earl and Roy and uh, first makes them dance and then tells them that the uh, public hates we say, so they've got a bad <laughs> uh, uh, reputation around town and
1: uh, he heard that from his nephew. And, and as a result, he ate his nephew. So his nephew would shut up.
0: <laughs> so uh, they need to change the public perception. And to do this, uh, it has been determined that they need to make a, uh, a new ad for we say so. And uh, they need a real family that actually works at we say so. So they're going to be hosting some auditions to try to find out who's going to be the We Say So uh, ad family.
1: Yeah, and Richfield obviously wants uh, Earl and his family to audition.
0: So that's where we're at now. Uh, We are in the hall of like a talent agency doing auditions, and uh, we see the uh, Sinclair family is all there. They're all dressed up. They're all fake acting as happy as they possibly can.
1: I would I would disagree with you. I would say yeah. that they are not doing a good job of fake acting. Uh because Earl's like mad at all them because none of them want to play along. They're I didn't say like, they were
0: doing a good job of it. I said they were oh, that's doing fair. the best that's they fair. could. Well
1: which... I don't think they're doing the best they could. I think they're doing the best they want to because I I don't you, Earl doesn't none of them want to be there. None of them want to do it. They all think it's stupid and just bad and so uh they're not really playing along. But of note the director that is there uh, is Michael Richards, who is Kramer from Seinfeld. Oh. Um, so now we've had almost the entire, the only like main character in Seinfeld that hasn't been on the show is Jerry Seinfeld. That's it. Yeah.
0: Huh. Um, so yeah, the director also comes out and uh, he tells the family, well, Roy comes out, the director comes out, and uh, the director says that he likes Roy better than Earl and wants him in with the rest <laughs> of the family instead of Earl.
1: Yep, Earl's gone. Roy's in.
0: So we go to the next scene where we've got Earl and Roy. They're at the job site. They're looking at like a print ad on a billboard of uh, this new We Say So ad. And it's got Roy with the rest of the Sinclairs. And then we hear Ridgefield call in Earl. And he's got some news for him. He tells Earl that uh, the ads are working great. But uh, they cannot let it get out that Roy is not actually the father of this family. So he needs Earl to leave the family. Can't <laughs> tell him how long it's going to be. It could be a couple of days, could be a decade. And uh, Roy is going to be moving in with his family.
1: Yeah, I like this. He says, you're being a troublemaker, Sinclair. You've got to leave your house.
0: So that's what's going to happen. He's like, Earl, you got to yeah. go. And uh, he, who knows how long it's going to take. And you're going to be there until the campaign's over.
1: That's it. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the plan.
0: So then we go to the Sinclair's house. Earl is uh, trying to say his goodbyes to the family. He's telling everyone that he's going. It's going to be really hard on them, but none of them seem to be taking it really hard. Like they're like, "All right, bye, Dad. See you later." <laughs> and uh, Roy shows up. He's uh, dressed like Earl. He's got on the the, the, the Earl red. Sinclair flannel shirt that we all know. And uh, Roy seems to be taking it pretty seriously. Like he knows this is his new, his new role for the family.
1: So, hey, real quick, real quick note here. I just, uh, while you were talking, I was Googling to see if Jerry Seinfeld ever okay. appears on dinosaurs. Um, it He doesn't. It doesn't appear that he does, I should say that. However, uh, in Seinfeld, in Jerry Seinfeld's apartment on his shelf were um, two VHS videotapes with dinosaur episodes on them.
0: Like, did it just have it, like, written on the side of it, like a recording? No, no, of like
1: official dinosaur, like dinosaurs, like huh. VHS tapes. Uh, looks like he's got two dinosaur tapes, arachnophobia. Can't really make up the rest of these. Good choices. Maybe true crime, is that? I, I don't know. The, the picture I'm looking at is blurry, but, oh, Child's Play. Uh, yeah, Very,
0: Very diverse, that Jerry Seinfeld.
1: Very 1992 yeah very early 90s videotapes but
0: yeah two dinosaurs
1: episodes even though he was in on it um
0: so roy's there he's taking it pretty seriously he's asking earl for some tips how to deal with the family how to be a father that kind of thing and earl tells him uh well don't expect any love or appreciation especially from this one and he talks to uh the baby who um then calls Roy daddy. So <laughs> yeah, this is, this is now set up. Earl is about as depressed as he can get. And that's where he ends up uh, at the bar. So At we, the Meteor Lounge. I
1: like the Meteor Lounge. I, I would hang you would out hang out there? The there? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: So Earl's talking to the bartender. And as he's doing this, a commercial comes on the TV. And this is uh, the first like commercial that we've seen of the uh, new We Say So ad with the Sinclairs. And Roy stepped in as the uh, father. And uh, the new slogan is, life is good because we say so.
1: Because we say so.
0: So after this, uh, we then go to the Sinclair's house. Roy is uh, reading to baby like an instruction manual for- Yeah, for garbage disposal. Yeah, and then baby's uh, beating up Roy because that's what he does. Uh, Charlene immediately is taking (laughs) advantage of Roy, asking to- uh, like take the car out and borrow some credit cards and Roy, take the credit card. Yeah. Roy doesn't know any better. He's like, yeah, go ahead. And then, uh, Monica shows up while this is going on too. And Roy, I guess has been in love with Monica since he Very saw much her so. and, uh, he still continues to, uh, have these feelings for her. Um, Monica tells Charlene to get away from the cards and, uh, tells Roy that the uh, kids are taking advantage of him.
1: Yeah, but Roy can't function when he sees Monica. Like, he can't talk. He doesn't know what to do. He can't do anything.
0: Yeah, Fran comes in, and uh, Roy tells Fran that uh, he's sorry that he's doing this to her, but he's in love with uh, Monica. He feels bad about it, but she's like, well, you don't have to be faithful to me. This isn't, like, a real thing. And uh, yeah, I, I don't guess care. Roy's a little relieved. Yep. So back to the bar. Earl's still there. I guess this is the next morning, right?
1: Definitely the next morning. He's he's asleep on the bar. There's like the test pattern on the TV and the bartender is coming in to, to open the bar up for the day.
0: Yeah. And as he does this, uh, the delivery guy brings Earl uh, the set of power tools that were promised to him for uh, doing the whole family thing with the uh, ad and everything. And
1: was this, pro- were these part of the episode earlier that did I, did I missed something? They or did, mentioned or
0: just- like uh, they, that that would be like the payment was like power tools or something like that. Okay. I must've missed that. So uh he also remind the delivery guy, I guess he works for We Say yeah. so also reminds Earl the uh the company picnic is coming up and Earl starts to remember like all the good times, the picnic and uh doing the wheelbarrow race with Robbie and uh Earl wants to go. He wants to go to this picnic with his family, and he says that uh he's gotta do something.
1: Yes. And I think like didn't he say like him and him and um and, well, I don't know why I said Robbie. Uh, him and Robbie had like, the, the record for the wheelbarrow race. I think. Yeah,
0: they're, they're, yeah. They, they always win or something. Yeah. So that's where we go next. Uh, we're at the company picnic. The Sinclairs are uh, taking more ad picks with Roy for uh, different, I don't know, like print ads or something. And then yeah. Earl shows up. Uh, the kids are pretty excited. I, I do like here,
1: too, that the company is handing out um, anti-union flyers, which I thought was also very, you know, reminiscent to, to nowadays
0: yeah so the kids are pretty excited to see him um earl tells roy to uh to beat it to get out of there this is his family and uh earl wants to talk to fran alone for a little bit yep um so he tells fran well i guess there's like a conversation where friends like you, you she's mad at him yeah like you didn't have to pick the company you could have picked your family and uh earl's like well i was trying to do what's right for the family or i want fran says that he was I trying want-
1: to what's right for the company
0: yeah and like doesn't understand that uh
1: why she would be mad
0: yeah so then we've got uh ridgefield right we're back um he's getting yeah he's announcing
1: us. the wheelbarrow competition and basically saying don't like we're not liable if you get hurt it's on you don't get hurt
0: so he's starting the wheelbarrow race. Uh, Earl takes the mic from uh, Ridgefield and tells everyone what happened. He's like, "This is my family. They wanted me to do this ad, um, and he says that the uh, he the family gives him love, and if he has to choose, he's gonna pick his family."
1: Yeah, yeah. And then the director comes in and is like, "Hey, we can use this. Let's let's get some pictures. Let's record this." We can use him as basically use him as a spy to infiltrate the workers groups um, if they if they ever try to do anything.
0: Yeah. And of course, Ridgefield wants to kill him during this entire thing. And uh, Earl asks his family if uh, they missed him and they didn't really miss him too much. But uh, (laughs) but what seals the deal for Earl, let him know that he's back in the right place is the uh, is baby hits him, says not the mama. And Earl says, I missed you too. And that's kind of the end of the episode. It is the end good of the to go. That's it. So that's it for season two of dinosaurs. We then get to what we've all been waiting for. The yes. series finale of baby talk. This is season two, episode 23. Scenes from a marriage is the name of this one. You excited? I am excited. That it's done. Is that the big why that I can excited? cancel
1: the VPN that I'm paying for? <laughs>
0: Um, so we've got our little intro that we have, like, in most of the episodes. The white with, screen uh, intro, yeah. Mickey's uh, wearing a tux. It's wedding day. There's some redhead girl. She's been there before? I can't remember. I don't recognize her. Um, she's kind of, like, hitting on Mickey, and Mickey's like, here, take a flower. Here's a little pity flower for you. And that's your well, intro.
1: she says they're gonna get married, and he's like, no. And then she has this line that I thought was pretty, pretty good, where she's like, but we nap together doesn't that mean anything to you
0: <laughs> that's good uh so yeah this episode kind of all over the place but uh we're at the church it's almost wedding time they've got mickey uh with his little voiceover talking to a dress that they want you to believe is uh what's her face maggie in it but it's just him yeah, talking him talking to a dress and they're did you notice that no like it's they only show like the bottom of the dress and there's no one in this dress but they're making you believe that Mickey's talking <laughs> I didn't to Maggie.
1: They convinced me. They I was fooled.
0: Yeah, don't worry about going back and watching it. Cancel the VPN. Um, I'm not. So then we find out this is gonna be like a flashback episode for the. This most whole part.
1: flashback concept for this episode is so unnecessary. It's so yeah. So
0: unnecessary. Like why not just have it like in real time? There's it doesn't make any sense. I not don't think- to
1: mention that 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 mickey who is telling the story isn't even there for half of the scenes like he's not even in the room to be able to tell the story of half the scenes that are told in this flashback
0: and also don't forget during mickey's flashback he can somehow see people's dreams
1: <laughs> <sighs> it's it's just ridiculous. it's just so unnecessary i don't even know why they did
0: it yeah it makes no sense uh, so this flashback is going to be i thought maybe like oh we'll see some clips of like them getting together and stuff throughout the That's season what I assume. But, I thought this
1: was going to be just a big clip show. No, it's not.
0: Um, the flashback goes to earlier that morning where he wakes up, goes into uh, his mom Maggie's room who's sleeping, and then we get to go right into her dream sequence because Mickey can see into people's heads.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: So Maggie's dreaming about like a game show. It's like the newlywed show. Uh, her and James are the contestants on the show. She's giving all these like sweet answers, and he's just like, you look great in a bikini. You're gonna I, I can't I hope you still look good in a bikini. Like those are all of his answers. And now Yeah,
1: it's like what qualities are most important in a wife? She says loyalty, consideration, understanding. He says that she looks good in a bikini. Fiftieth anniversary, your partner will be. She says, as much in love with me as the day we were married, he says, Still looking good in a bikini.
0: Yeah. So then he like goes and hits on like the girl who's like holding up the cue card or whatever, like the model on the show. Starts hitting with her, hitting on her, and then um she wakes up. Mickey like wakes her up and uh obviously it was a nightmare for Maggie.
1: Yeah. But she says she's excited. Um yeah. And then we it's find out that day. Mickey then Mickey somehow knows that James is also having a nightmare even though he wasn't even in the same room as James, let alone able to you know, see his dreams. Yeah,
0: and the worst nightmare James has is uh he forgot his pants. That's his nightmare. <laughs> yes. Uh, then Tony and Warren wake up, James, uh, they're filming a, uh, documentary of his last day as a single guy. And I think that's kind of the only part that they're filming. They don't film later on in the episode, well, right?
1: No. Is this where James to where Warren tries to convince James to go to, to, to run away to Cincinnati as well?
0: Um, that it's might be a little later. Cause I thought I wrote about that. But, okay. Um, All right.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. They front someone must have had a camera in props and was like, we got to use this, but now. they don't they've use the camera, the
0: camera later on, like getting, but they've ready. used it in multiple episodes
1: now for yeah. no reason. Like they use it in that, the, the engagement episode for no reason. It's just weird. I don't know. Uh,
0: we go back to Maggie's to check in on her. Uh, there's someone at the door. It's her mom. It's Anita. It's Susan. Danielle's there too. They're all getting exciting for excited for the wedding. They're going to do like hair and makeup, I guess at the apartment. And then, uh, They've got some mimosas for her. It's all the normal like wedding day bride yeah, yeah, to be yeah. type stuff. Yep. So Maggie's getting nervous, and uh, they try to help her out.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're trying to calm her down. They tell tell her, tell her to pretend that James is somebody else, and that'll help her relax. And all these silly, you know, suggestions.
0: Yeah. Uh, then the show checks in on James. Um, Warren tells him that this is where Warren's like, you can still get out of this thing if you want. You can go to Cincinnati. Um, And then uh, James starts to pack, but he's just packing for his honeymoon. They go to Maggie, who's also packing for the honeymoon. And Doris tells Maggie that uh, James uh, is definitely not having second thoughts but like his mom, like I think they mentioned his mom here too. Like his
1: mom. Yeah. His mom comes up. Cause we, as we know, his mom does not like Maggie I, because she already has a kid. Basically. That's the only reason.
0: Yep. And, uh, Maggie's mom tells her that the limo is going to be there soon. So she's got to get, hurry up and get ready. And, uh, Maggie's like, I've got to see James. And her mom's like, you can't, it's bad luck. And she's like, go out there and do something for me real quick. And then she jumps on the phone and calls James and says, James, I need to see you
1: <laughs> meet me in the basement.
0: Let's go in the uh, – it's not the flooded basement from Perfect Strangers, though. I don't it? think
1: so. I don't think so. It seems, it seems much smaller. I was
0: hoping it was. But, uh, yeah. yeah, we're in this laundry room basement. Uh, James and Maggie are having their, their secret meeting. Maggie will not let James see her, so he's she's kind of, like, standing behind him. And uh, they both just want to make sure that the other one doesn't want to call it off, and it seems like they're both excited. They both want to get married.
1: Yeah, yeah. They're both on the same page. Everything's good to go.
0: So then we go to the church. We're at the church. Uh, Everyone's getting ready. Uh, The reverend uh, comes over to see Warren so he can sign the marriage certificate as a witness. And uh, he uses, Warren uses his lucky pin that then explodes in his pocket, leaving a giant egg stain on the side of it.
1: Things are just starting to go downhill.
0: Um, he says they
1: all they all say go go ask the women what to do. They love this kind of thing.
0: Yeah. So the Reverend goes over there with Mickey to get some like stain remover and uh, comes back with uh, a "Kiss Me, I'm Italian" pin that uh, James's <laughs> mom gave. So Warren then uh, puts the pin over the ink stain and just has like a giant like three inch button on his shirt.
1: Warren makes the point. He's like, I'm not even I'm not even Italian
0: um let's see they go back and check on or no they show them like both practicing their vows and uh like maggie's of course is all sweet and james sweet flower is, like, yeah not great um what else then we uh go to maggie oh. who breaks a nail is that kind of where we're at now
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I was trying to, I got lost in my notes. Yes, they. so she breaks a nail right before the priest, like, walks in to her changing room to get her to sign the, uh, or I guess Susan, Susan to sign the certificate.
0: Yeah, and she's freaking out because her nail's broken, so yeah. um, they try to fix it for her. Try They're, her. like, gluing it. Warren comes in, uh, gets uh, Susan to sign the certificate.
1: Well, we should also mention Susan goes hard on the, on the priest. She's hitting on him oh, real yeah. hard.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she goes to sign it forgets. She's got glue on her hands and now, uh, is glued to the, uh, marriage certificate and the music starts. The wedding's about to start.
1: Yeah. But that doesn't matter because they don't, the certificate thing goes nowhere.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> so then we go back to James. Uh, yeah. James and his mom. Yeah, and, and James's
1: he... mom is like, you can still back out. You don't have to do this,
0: but he wants to do it. He's excited. Yeah, he does. Um, and then we go back to current time for another Mercado. check-in. Yeah, um, yeah. We've got Mickey and Maggie uh, talking about James. Maggie's excited. And then the ceremony starts. Um, and, I mean, it's just a, like a little four to five-minute montage of the ceremony. Everything's going great. Everyone looks happy except for James's mom. Yeah. Um, they go through, I mean, it, it looks like they filmed an entire wedding ceremony for this episode. Yeah. Because they've got clips of literally everything you would expect. Uh, they kiss, they're married, and they Mickey like, sprints down the aisle for some reason, leaving the place. And then uh, it shows the three of them getting into the car, and that's the end of the episode. That's the end of the show um that's it it's over
1: this was such a lame wedding episode they, they, they like they like pull in all of these cliche sitcom like wedding moments like these wedding like problems mm-hmm. but none of them have any consequence none of them actually are problems they just like happen and then are immediately ignored and then a new one happens and it's immediately ignored this was i guess just what you would expect <laughs> at the end of the wedding and the end of baby talk
0: yeah there is a the credit scene this time is just uh like stills from the wedding. the crowd too. Yeah. It's
1: like they didn't even bring anybody back cool. Like they had a 100 extras and they couldn't bother to pay like, you know, Elliot Fleischman, you know, to come or they couldn't get any of the dudes that were the contractors to come and show up for the show. They
0: did have like, uh on. what Max and Max's mom in the crowd. Max and Lillian
1: were there and so was uh, uh Maggie's boss, he was there. But I tell you this, here's the good news, here's the good news. If you are a Mary Page Keller fan after watching Baby Talk, She'll be back for every episode of Camp Wilder in the fall. So at least you have that to look forward to.
0: That's this fall. That's this fall. Yeah. it's Not much of a break for her. She's right on it.
1: She's right back. She's right. She's like, look, this baby talk thing is not working. What do you got next for me? And they're like, "Uh, how do
0: you feel about Jerry
1: O'Connell? Because we can put you on Camp Wilder. That's
0: pretty impressive, though. I mean, people have their own opinions about these guys, but like. George Clooney, Scott Bayo, Jerry O'Connell, back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. Oh, wait, she wasn't I with mean, Clooney at all, though, right?
1: No, I like oh, yeah. Jerry. Well, I don't know. Also, I'm not saying that she... That, I, I don't know. I'm going to guess Jerry O'Connell is much younger than her. Um, and in, even in the show, I'm Yeah, gonna I'm just saying,
0: like, co-star-wise, though. I mean, it's not bad. Oh, yeah,
1: well, the the, the cast of... Uh, Camp Wilder. I don't want to get too much into Camp Wilder, because we'll talk about it a lot yeah, um, yeah. later. But the cast is pretty impressive in and of itself. And, like... That the core cast is impressive, and there's a significant number of uh, like guest stars that that are pretty high name.
0: Do you want to rank so. these finales? What was your favorite one? And uh, yeah, yeah, sure, least sure, them? sure.
1: So least favorite is Baby Talk. Middle of the road. I'm going to go with Dinosaurs, and I, I I enjoy the Family Matters.
0: I don't I don't think honestly I don't think
1: it was a great season finale, but I thought it was a really good episode.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to say anything different. I'm going to go with the same order you've got this time. Cool um so next week on the show we're done with these shows we do have uh, a yes. little little summer show did this have? Yeah, yeah yeah so the
1: summer starts next week um we're gonna do like a, a quick quick because there's really not a lot to talk about but a quick like what to expect for the summer next week um and then the only episode that we've got actually one of the, there's two pilots during the summer one of them is next week so they go right into it It's the Rosie and Buddy Show. It is a cartoon, Rosie O'Donnell, Tom Arnold. It's on YouTube, so you can go search the Rosie and Buddy Show, find it, you can watch it. You can be up to date while we talk about it. Uh, But we'll watch that, we'll talk about it. And then we'll, like I said, we'll real quickly talk about what else is planned for the summer.
0: So I missed, did you say that this is only a one episode thing or is it just one One episode?
1: episode? Yeah, one episode pilot show. Never aired on like a
0: Saturday or anything like that afterwards?
1: Not to to my knowledge, I don't know.
0: All right, so Rosie and Buddy next week, and yep. then uh, all kinds of stuff planned throughout the summer, including uh, yeah, hopefully, including AwesomeCon, right? Which we should probably yeah. mention once again. It's coming up uh, June the third in D.C. at the Convention Center. Uh, get your tickets now. Just uh, go on Google. Just search AwesomeCon, and uh, you can come see us. And we've got uh, at least one cast of a TG no, show going to be there. Two? Two,
1: two, two. Remember they announced uh, the 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 aunts from. What well, no, I'm saying, one well.
0: cast. Like so, we've got oh
1: one 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 grouping of yeah people yeah. So go we've for, got yeah.
0: uh, what uh, Sabrina and her two aunts from Sabrina. And so, so yeah, James Melissa with. Joan
1: Hart, uh, obviously Sabrina, Beth Broderick, who was I don't know Zelda on Zelda, um, and then Caroline Ray, who was uh, Aunt Hilda.
0: I think I'm most excited for Caroline Ray out of the three of those. She's Caroline always great Ray's when she's awesome. on like different like game shows and stuff like that. Yeah yeah
1: yeah, she's great. I mean, both the aunts are are good are fun people, so it'll it'll be good. I don't know what kind of interaction we'll have with them, but they'll be there. I'm gonna so.
0: I'm gonna talk to one of them. Cool. Kel Mitchell's gonna be there too.
1: He's I not, saw. He's
0: not on TGIF, but I feel like he's like that same time period at least.
1: I mean yeah Kel Mitchell, he's in a lot of stuff though isn't he? Isn't he like yeah. show up at, yeah, at, yeah. At all the cons? He,
0: yeah, I mean I don't know I mean, there's nothing wrong
1: with that. Yeah. So does so does uh William Shatter.
0: And so does Mandalorian guy, Giancarlo Esposito.
1: I feel like he's showing up and being on the being on the, the list of people to show up two different things.
0: Showing up and being on the list, like one of them, like he's always on. announced and, and cancels the
1: first time I've ever actually seen him show up was this, that last galaxy Con. Really? About this
0: no, yeah. I've seen him at other ones.
1: Have you? Oh, yeah. Okay.
0: All right. So yeah, he was definitely in Richmond once. Um, anyways, uh, that's going to happen next week. Make sure you're following also us guy. on all social media. At TGIFcast. Send in your theme songs, TGIFcast at gmail.com. Subscribe on YouTube. Just search two guys into Fridays. And uh, we'll be back next week with the uh Rosie and Buddy show for you.
1: Yeah, the Rosie and Buddy show. So anything else, Steve? No, that's it. All right, man. Have a good week.
0: You got it, dude. <laughs> 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 it's
2: Friday night the mood is right I'm gonna have some fun. I'll show you how it's done. Show you how it's done. Friday night, the mood is right. I'm gonna have some fun yeah, show, you show you how it's done, show you how it's done Oh my God, thank God it's Friday, get to spend the week in my way I watching Full House step by step, Rushing into my driveway In a rush, I take the highway, show you how it's done the right way Yeah, yeah, all these people looking sideways Leaving me some Chinese while I'm laughing, nasty still work on it so exciting, this is life going full circle Like paper jibbers, like Let's go watch my movies, bro movie It's Friday night, the mood is right I'm gonna have some fun Show you how it's done Show you how it's done It's Friday night, the mood right I'm gonna have some fun Show you how it's done it's night, moods, right? Show you how it's done Podcast.